if you watch any of the usual, and again, I'm telling you not to, but if you peruse any of the usual cable shows, what you're going to be doing is to see one particular tile of one particular piece of one aspect of the mosaic. And that's when, unfortunately, I think people are becoming more used to. They want to see just one little aspect of the entire mosaic. They don't really care about the big picture. There's no such thing as the big picture. But that's where you're different. You're a little bit different when it comes to that. And there is so much that can be done and so much that is so critical right now, which I want you to be aware of by virtue of the fact that you are brilliant and you are not the usual suspect element. It's important to know this. Now, first, we have to ask the question. And we, well, let me rephrase it. We, we have to kind of get off of the question. This one question that everybody just keeps talking about. I don't know how many times you need to hear people come on board and talk to your various favorite conservative types to show you that President Trump is being treated unfairly, that the judge has it in for him, that there may be subjects of uh, cases of recusal. You've heard this before. How many times do you have to hear it? The reason why they're doing it is because they're not going any further. They're giving you one little piece of the tile. And there's a lot to be said for that. That makes sense. I mean, that, that's true. Good for them. Good for you. Good for them. Wonderful. Great, 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 great. Yes, 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 yes. Wonderful. But here's what we're going to do today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take it a little bit further. Here is my question to you. And I want you to answer this question. If you sat down, if I said to you, come here, I want you to sit down. I will have a surprise for you. And you said what? I said, no, no, no. Just come on in. Have a seat. But I want you to think about this carefully. I'm going to ask you your advice. And the door opens up and it's President Trump and he sits down. And I said, Mr. President, listen up. What would you say to the president? What would be your advice right now? Not advice like, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep up a stiff upper lip. Uh, what would be your tactical advice? What would you What would you say? And this is what nobody is doing. and Nobody's even daring to even remotely focus on. What would be your advice? What would be your advice to the president? And that's critical. And I would sit there and say, all right, Mr. President, number one, every time you speak about the case, Every time you speak about the case, President Trump, every time you speak, you are wasting time in doing some very serious damage to the Democratic Party. You're doing some very, very, very serious time. Very, very serious damage to your case. Mr. President, you have made up your mind that you are going to continue by virtue of truth social and various social media platforms that you are going to continue to go after this president or this. And he, by the way, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. He is the article two president. You can say whatever you want. You can say, Oh, I don't think he is fine. That's all right. That's okay. 
but he is the president of the United States. That's our system, period. Like it or not, that, that is our system. That's it. Now, like I said, this is this is something which, you know, you could, and you're, you know, you're, you're entitled to do this. But you don't want to be in the position where you violate the very same, the very rules that we have, that, that, that we are saying that they're providing. So number one, Mr. President, you've got to decide this question. You have apparently made up your mind that attacking everybody and reducing everything to, you know, he's deranged, whatever it is, that's your style. And I'm not about to change it because you're not going to listen to me. But if I'm going to give you my suggestions, I'm going to say to you the following. Every time you say something, find yourself in the position of putting yourself in the position of not having anybody ever disagree with what you're saying. That's all. Put yourself in the position. Instead of saying, Jack Smith is deranged. Do you really want to do that? Yes. Okay. Is that your style? That's my style. All right. Fine. If you think this this helps you, go ahead. I don't think it does. I think it's a waste of time. The question you should be talking about is, they are taking away my right to address my political opponent. They are using my case right now. And they are shutting my voice down because... I am speaking against my opponent. They are using this court case. They are using this as the ability, as the chance to shut down. my Right off the bat. Why is that important? It pivots to them. Now they have to come back and they have to respond. If you say, uh, Jack Smith is a poopy pants. Um, Joe Biden is terrible. That, okay, fine. There's no response. You just, uh, there they go, the rantings of a lunatic. Say something that makes them have to respond to you. You are denying me the chance to speak. Part and parcel of my case right now is the ability to speak to my constituents regarding what they're doing to me. And you're telling me I can't do it. This is unfair. I have a First Amendment right. You are. Now, they can say, we're not saying he can't speak. We're saying he can't. It forces them to respond. Question. When President Trump said something to the effect, I'm coming for you, we're coming for you, I'm coming for you. Do you think that was a good idea? Yes or no? Very, very simple. Do you think that was a good idea? I'm coming for you. We're, I'm coming for you. We're, I forget what the word is, uh, the particular phrase. Um, Trump to Jack Smith. I'm coming for you or something like that. Some. Uh, yes, uh, I'm, I'm coming after you. I'm coming after you. Do you think that was a wise move? Yes or no? You think that was a good move? Yes or no? Anybody? Anybody think it's a good idea? Someone says, yes, master troll. You think that was a master troll? You think that was a good idea? You think that was good? Do more of that. Tell him something. You're running for office. You're running for office. And there are people who might not be too sure about either your lucidity. You're saying to me, let me get this straight. 
I'm coming after you. Not the truth is coming after you, or the truth will be heard, but I'm coming after you. You, who are kind of sort of on trial in a weird way for maybe inciting January 6th, you're looking at me, and you're saying, that was a good idea. That's a great idea. You understand this? To get a military haircut, stop the fake tan, take a vacation from rallies until next year. Mr. TQC, thank you very much for that. Let's go through this. Get a military haircut. I don't think that's possible. Depends upon the military. Number two, stop the fake tan. You can't now because once you've acclimated somebody to this, you can't do it. Take a vacation from rallies until next year. I disagree with that. But thank you very much. Here's why. And this is important. The rallies are critical because it shows people he has political power, political strength. What he has been not doing, which I have been saying for the longest time, and I have been reminding you, he's got to tell people what his goal is. You've got to, you, you've, you, you've got to, this isn't professional wrestling. If it is, you're not doing it the right way. He's not putting anybody over. He's not even putting himself over. I want to disabuse you of sometimes this idea of like, yeah, because he's kind of sort of done that and that's fine, but he's sort of maybe done this in a way that maybe I think hurts the case. And you know I'm right. You might admit to it. But Mr. President, I would say, do not say we're kind of going to come and get you or whatever, because again, you're going to say, see, he's inciting people again. That's what he does. Even though you're saying no. He has to tell people specifically what it is that I'm doing. For example, I'm President Trump. I have been before you, my fellow Americans, since, and here is the numbers, and please don't quote me on this. Joe Biden has not had a press conference since, like before November, Thanksgiving, some, 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 to you right now. See what I'm doing? Do this. Joe Biden's last press conference. Joe Biden's last press conference uh, This is from April of 23rd. Joe Biden holds the fewest press conferences since Reagan. Uh, I don't know what the latest one is, but somebody said the other day, which is very, very interesting. Uh, he said, I forget what it is, like November, something. Whatever the particular fact is, Trump has to come forward and say, I have been before you. They're telling me I'm talking too much because I'm talking to you too much. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to my fellow Americans. I'm talking to my fellow countrymen. If you didn't think, if you didn't understand the importance, and by the way, work this in, how important social media are to my particular message, you're missing the point completely. They're telling me I can't speak to you. They want me to go away. I'm not going away. I'm not Joe Biden. Joe Biden doesn't even have the the wherewithal or the courtesy to even to even listen to you, to talk to you. He has no interest in you. He hasn't had a press conference, whatever it is. And I think we all know why. Boom. So what are you doing? You're speaking, but you're reminding him. And believe me, most people will say, I didn't know that. Instead of saying, oh, he's calling Jack deranged. You've got X amount of time to speak. 
Don't repeat yourself. Trump has been saying, you're deranged, you're crazy, it's a witch hunt. Yeah, we know that. Those are words that don't mean anything. Give me some facts. That's number one. Number two, talk about what's happening. The Republican Party, as you know it, is changing. Let me give you an example. And this is the greatest news in the world for me, I think. And I'm going to give you an example. I have loved my beloved country music. I, I cherish it because it's our country music. Meaning our country. Even though we've taken it from other people, it's our country. And people say, I love country music. Really? You like Ferland Husky? Ernest Tubb? Jimmy Rogers? The Brakeman? Kitty Wells? Well, I don't That's country music. Well, what they mean is they like today's country music. Now, how do you think today's country music got to where it was? You started off with something and it changed. And I would venture to say that today's country music has nothing to do with the past. Not even remotely similar. They may wear a hat. They may, In fact, they didn't really wear a lot of hats then. That's a recent addition. But either way, it's changed. We call it country music and that's good. That's fine. This week, Oliver Stone was on Russell Brand. Russell Brand, Joe Rogan, um, the usual, I don't know who else, but these folks, Tucker to an extent, though you will never understand what I'm saying, you will never agree with me, Trump, of Trump, Tucker has got to lose the Tate brothers. You are not gaining any, this is monumentally idiotic. Why you're doing this, why you're taking your time, crafting yourself, pulling yourself, redefining yourself as the new voice of a, of a true neoconservative in the proper tense, the new conservative, the, the uh, version. Why you're spending, somebody says, wait a minute, he did what? He went to what? People who are not particularly attractive, not particularly good, not particularly, who don't have a message, who don't connect, a bunch of rich people. No, why are this? This is where, this is the Bobby Kennedy, this is the unforced error. This is called somebody, nobody is showing you what to do. What are you doing this for? What, why are you doing this? It's, it's, it's idiotic. What is the point? What are you doing this for? Okay, stop. Anyway, make a long story short. Aside from that, aside from that, he is still doing a tremendous, a tremendous uh, change in how this thing goes. So this week on Russell Brand, Oliver Stone says that he well, he made a huge mistake in voting for Joe Biden because Joe Biden has turned out to be a warmonger. Do you see what's happening? You understand what's happening? You understand what's happening? Do you get what's happening? That's the thing which is so critical. And something else is happening. By the way, you see what I'm doing? I am I am researching. Two things happen on August the 6th and tomorrow. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And yet, 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 American media, 
will not even discuss it, even though they love supposedly theoretically loved Oppenheimer, even though what they really loved was Barbie. And we're not going to go through that again. You hear what I'm saying? Oliver North the other day said, I made a big mistake. See what's happening? I mean, I'm sorry, Oliver Stone. Oliver North, too. Oliver North made a big mistake. Oliver Stone. See what's happening? Oliver Stone. Uh, Tucker, when he's not kissing the arse of people that he secretly wants to be, he's doing it. Russell Brand, he's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Fox News, still entrenched. People like PragerU, still entrenched. Charlie Kirk, still entrenched. Good in that you're kind of bringing in new people, still entrenched. The usual suspects, still entrenched in what, again, is prototypical, classical, uh, neoclassical, conservative claptrap. I'm into Jesus. I'm a religious person. I love God. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's boring. That's, that's, we've been this before. This is something different. This is something brand new. And Trump should be doing something. And what it is right now is a very, very simple thing. And I want you to listen to me and I'm going to tell you this and you're going to, you're going to say, you may not get it, but I hope you do. The key to the survival of this is to point to a particular issue, not a particular cause. Dennis Prager, for example, and these people have always been this kind of a ham-fisted, I'm a moralist, I'm this, you're not. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm the arbiter of morality, you're not. Whatever, that's fine. Some people like it, that's not going to play to the big crowd. You know what plays to the big crowd? The issue. Not the cause, the issue. Pick a particular case, pick a particular case, and focus on the issue. Now, go back to Trump. Trump wants to speak. They, they want a gag order. They want to gag me. They want to gag me. They want to charge me. And they don't want me to be able to talk to you. Federal court, what do they do? They don't let TVs in the courtroom. They don't want to let you know what's going on. They don't want you to see what's going on. And... They have, they've taken away, I've been sidelined, shadow banned. We know where that's coming from. They won't even let me talk to you. Your quote, quote, elected president refuses to talk to you because he has really nothing to say. I want to talk to you and they won't let me do this. Do you think that's fair? Stop right there. Ask people. Always ask. Do you think that's fair? Yes, I think that's fair. Nobody's going to say that. Yes, I think that's fair that you can't talk to people. Yes. Do you really think that? No. Do you really think? No. no. Tell people. But don't call people names. Just explain to me. Look what they're trying. Look what they're doing to me and look what they're doing to you. They're telling me that I can't speak to you. They're issuing a gag order. And by the way, that's just not an expression. It's a true story. I'm being kept from speaking to you. Do you think that's fair? Do you remember during the Chicago 7 trials? Who was it? Who was, was it Seal or who was it? Uh, Chicago 7. Was it uh, Bound and Gag? Bobby Seal. Bobby Seal. During the uh, trial, Julius Hoffman ordered Seal bound and gagged in the courtroom because of his outspoken objections to his personal lack of legal representation. Okay, fine. Now, sometimes people precipitate this. But, but bring people together. Where are people? 
Am I the new Bobby Seale? How? Explain this. You only have a few minutes to explain to the American people who aren't going to be spending time doing this. They're looking at TikTok and they're not paying attention. Give them something to understand. Don't give them a name. Don't give them a pejorative. You're speaking too, too, too. That's one thing people don't understand. You you have a limited shelf life. Next time you go to a store, pick up a box of something, anything, cereal, or, and look at it. See a lot of writing on there? No. It's pictures. 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 It sets a mood. That's it. Give people exactly what it is without a lot of fluff and fanfare and folder all and excessive. Tell them exactly what it is that you're trying to say and be, move on. Next, always argue your case. It's an old expression. When you're picking a jury, always argue your case. You're not supposed to, but technically you are. Always argue, always phrase it in a way that it sounds like you're asking a, pers- a particular question. But you're not. My favorites used to be. Do you ever think the police make a mistake? See, on my private channel, give me an idea of something. And I kind of understand. There's a certain gag order that we have also. And the gag order is that if you want to spend any time, go to any particular uh, social media channel and read what you can't talk about. And, and then explain to me what it is that this tells you you can't talk about, because I'm not really sure. One of the objections to any law as being unconstitutional is that it's vague. And vague is an interesting thing. What does it, what does it really, what does it really um, stop? What does it really try to uh, prevent? And if you read this, it's like, I don't know. That's what you never want to do in terms of policy. You want to be able to say something very, very quickly. So Trump's got to be able to, every time he speaks, talk about something big. Talk about the war, talk about the economy, talk about crime, talk about this, talk about that. Find out something. Where's his research now? President Biden appointed five people. Let's assume. President Biden appointed five people who advocated uh, uh, gender reassignment in schools and blah, blah, blah. And I think kids are suffering enough. Have them say, what? Now you're speaking. You say, I like this guy. Do you think children have their rights? Apparently, and lay off of abortion. Remember what I told you. Lay off of vaccines, Israel, uh, 9-11, uh, aliens, any, anything, anything that is not absolutely 100%, yep, he's got a point there, nothing that's extraneous, nothing that can be misinterpreted. Every time he speaks, do you think that's true? Trump is wasting his time, and the Democrats are so happy that he's wasting his time talking about, they won't let me talk, they won't let me talk, they won't let me talk. Okay, fine. The judge is, he's deranged. Okay, he's deranged. Okay, we know that. He's deranged. All right, he's deranged. He's deranged. We got it. We got it. We understand that. And what's interesting about it is that I, I see people a lot, and they mean well, but what they do is they, they get such a kick out of it. They like trolling that they say, oh, this is great what he's doing. No, it's stupid what he's doing because I want him to destroy this. Now, remember, 
as I mentioned, Oliver Stone is saying, I made a big mistake. He's getting away from it. Where's the Julian Assange group? Now, the Julian Assange is tough because Trump was clamoring and called for the arrest of the conviction of Julian Assange. Julian Assange was charged with, with espionage. So is Trump in a, in a way. Gee, is that ironic or what? Julian Assange is a very, a very, uh, that's not a unit. He's not a universally loved person. But the point is, where did our speech go? Where did our ability to speak go? I don't understand this. And while we're on the subject of Assange, Julian Assange is Julian Assange is a journalist under the definition, under this case called Bartnicki against Vopper, the U.S. Supreme Court case. Absolutely, positively, 100%. So was Daniel Ellsberg. So were the Pentagon Papers. Those were the same thing. What is happening to our free speech? If ever a person needed to be able to, to speak freely, it's when he's on trial for his life. If ever there is a person who needs to be able to speak to you, it's on Trump. Now, let them stop and say, well, it's not that he's, he's threatening us. How long are you going to be under the belief that I'm threatening everybody? I'm always threatening. That, this, is their, this is their repeated line. January 6th. Do you hear me saying, no, be, be calm. Be, I was the one who wanted all of the police there. I told Nancy Pelosi, we need to have people there. When they tried to, to, to pull the Washington Monument down, I with the ropes, remember that? I was the one who had the, the government, the, the uh, army. To, I'm doing this. Do I have to remind you? And, if, and they don't want me to tell you the truth because if you knew that, that changes everything. What are you going to do for the future? What's going on right now? What is happening? Give me something that we, that we are afraid of. Do you know... Let me explain this to you. Sometimes, listen to me. I call this my patented black socks theory. Let me explain. Years ago, there was a fellow, the dentist on the Upper East Side, who apparently was doing terrible things to women once he sedated them for dental work. And one woman woke up in the middle of this. She was in the chair and reclining, and he was standing there nude with a pair of black socks. And when we read the story on WABC Morning Drive at the time, people would say, black socks. And I said, did you not hear the story? Why is black socks? Why, why is, where did, what? There was a case of uh, Elliot Spitzer, who was the then Attorney General, then Governor of New York. He had Client 9. And there was one particular story where somebody said he came in and he wore knee-length knee or calf-length, mid-calf, um, uh, black socks. Black socks. And what did people say? Black socks. I think it was the New York Observer. It was this article. It was a, a picture of him, a cartoon wearing black socks. My point is sometimes people zero in on the strangest stuff. And they focus on things that, so you got to figure out what is it that gets people's attention? What is it? That makes people say, wait a minute. I didn't realize that. What is it? And what, what Trump is doing, what these people are doing, is they're, they're finding all of these ways they're, they're forgetting. So you have to figure out a way to make it very, very clear. To make it very, very clear. Now, is it a good idea to highlight Joe, uh, uh, Biden, uh, Hunter Biden? Yes. Make it clear. 
I want the Hunter Biden technique. Is Hunter Biden, is he kept quiet? Does Hunter Biden not, not only that, the only thing kept quiet are the immunity agreements that are hidden in various plea deals. Is Hunter Biden, does Hunter Biden ever get a chance to say, no. They don't speak, he doesn't speak, nor he, nor should he. His father, the president, doesn't want to speak. I want to speak to you. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's fair? Give him your black socks and give him your one thing like, what? That's not fair. Why can't I do this? Why can't I speak? Why can't I talk? They're very, very, very simple. What is the what is the real issue? Now let me go back to what I'm saying, and I'm gonna I want to remind you of this. Again, why Bobby Kennedy is so important. Bobby Kennedy, people like Oliver Stone, Russell Brandt, lots of people. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, you can say whatever you want. Joe Rogan is still the most. When he gives him the imprimatur, the, the blessing, it's okay. Because the Spotify people told him, you can go ahead and say that. Don't ever think Joe, Joe Rogan can say, I can say whatever I want because he wouldn't have been apologizing so effusively regarding his his um, his uh, uh, vaccine comments. So what I'm saying is it's changing drastically. So Trump has to stop wasting time talking about making fun of the prosecutor. But every time he speaks, talk about what you're going to do. What's your vision? What's your worldview? Why do we need you? Why is Biden doing what, what, Why is Biden, you know, you can also say something. Um, um, will, will, um, you want uh, debates, by the way. Oh, and why, why in the name of God is Gavin Newsom debating Ron DeSantis? You know that Ron DeSantis is over, right? You understand this. Ron DeSantis is done. No matter what you say about Ron, it's just done. And it's moved at this point. Why? Who knows why? It's just this. Certain things just, it just never took off. Whatever. Mike Pence ain't going to happen. Right now, there's a very interesting case. But I'm very cautious. Vivek Ramaswamy, who is doing very, very well, but He's doing very well because the left is saying he's doing very well. So that makes me wondering, say, well, why are they promoting him? Remember, they never promote the truth. So if they're saying this, they want you to believe he's doing well. Why? Is that to, to deflect, to bring a, a, away from Bobby or uh, the press? Who knows? But never believe a word they say. Remember, they are repeaters, not reporters. Let me say this again. The left string, left wing media these people are repeaters, not reporters. They don't actively go out and independently investigate things. You understand this? You understand this? Critical, 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 critical. This is what needs to be done. And every time Trump speaks, he needs to talk about something that Fox News is not talking about, which is everything, because there's there's this it's this no blank obviousness, this first level, first tiered, um, you know, usual stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. You know, Laura Ingram. We have a lawyer. And is this fair? No. Okay. Well, I'm a lawyer. And this is okay. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for clearing that up. We, we had no idea that this is unfair. This is the same thing. Why is it unfair? Also, look at how things are changing. Now, let me leave you with this. The Republican Party is not going to be the Republican Party. As I said before, just like country music is not going to be country music. You're going to see what is the final version of conservatism, Republican Party, that has nothing to do with what we're seeing right now. Most Americans have no idea about any of this stuff. They don't know who these people are. They have no clue as to who any of these folks are. Uh, 
William F. Buckley, Reagan, Teddy Roosevelt, Republicans. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense. They want issues, issues in particular, and that's what's happening right now. Russell Brand, Oliver Stone, Bobby Kennedy, even even uh, Tucker when he's not acting as a lickspittal to his his new BFFs, the Tates, which I will again. I cannot tell you how profoundly stupid that is. Out of all the people in the world to talk about, out of all the people and all the causes and all the great, the ones that say, wow, yeah, wow. That's something. Anyway, that's where we are right now, my friends. Okay, you have a great and a glorious day. Don't ever change it. I mean that sincerely. Remember, this is it right here. I talk about something. I talk about the realities of the war, which nobody's talking about, the, the, the nuclear bomb, nuclear bombs. Uh, nobody's talking about this. Oh, they talk about Oppenheimer, but you've never heard anybody discuss the ramifications. And will there be something like this again? Will we ever see the detonation of a nuclear bomb again? Will we? And what happens? What happens right now with what's going on involving uh, Ukraine and uh, Russia? If you push Putin enough, what do you think he's going to do? What do you think he's going to do? This isn't, this is just reality. Final question. Why did the Japanese attack Pearl Harbor? They knew they were going to get clobbered, or did they? Again, this goes back to history. All right, dear friends, have a great and glorious day. See you uh, tonight at 7 p.m. Don't ever change it, me. that sincerely. If you're interested, I'm going to be on the Anthony Cumia show today at 5 p.m. My good friend at Compound Media, Anthony Cumia. One of the smartest people around, which he won't let people know. We'll see you then. Have a great and glorious day. And comment as you see fit. And don't forget this valedictory. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.